transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. The way, the way is shut. The way is... It is made by those who are dead. <laughs> what, what, what a time to start the podcast! Literally halfway through that sentence. Oh my god! Zero just, context for the listener. You just got to dive into it. Sometimes it's sort of you know. I guess you know it's what UFR is. It's just a dive. A dive into where nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. You, well, well, where where are we headed today, Caleb? Who, we got a guest on this playlist today. Or we got a guest playlist today, boys. We're diving into one of actual like my my most favorite overall playlist so far. What? Yeah. I'm super really? surprised. What? And I thought I was gonna be the only one who said that. No, I really I agree. no way. Dude, I <laughs> I low-key had my suspicions that some of you guys were gonna find some cherries in here. That's that's interesting, man. I was gonna come in yeah, I was gonna come in and be like, I want Jameson to fucking hit this hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I I was rolling on the floor. Who's that artist that you uh, Jameson keeps roasting? Oh, that's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, Caleb was, was hoping for ETP. one episode. It's never, it's never gonna happen. I was I what that second episode that I listened to that started with Jameson just outright roasting him. I was on the floor, man. Oh, I was like, man. I got to come on the show. I got to get there. You've missed out because that's about half of it. If you go to the group text message for Ooh. building this up, like I hit Devin Townsend hard, like <laughs> weekly. You're, you're only it's, slamming like my absolute all-time favorite artist. And that's it's very always, personal. And you're just like, yeah, fuck that. It's always personal. And it's always so out of the blue. Some like too, like with the, with, <laughs> over the text messages, it'll be like, it'll be like a message from Jameson about like how him, like having a, a cathartic moment where he's thinking about something. And, and then it twi- quickly turns to like, and fuck Devin Towns. <laughs> I'm, I'm out here in nature, surrounded by trees and these gorgeous mountains. And it just reminds me how much I fucking hate Devin Towns. So <laughs> oh, my God. oh God. Yeah. Uh, well that, that's surprising, man. Cause like i mean honestly like i will say this man i i definitely have found some stuff off of this playlist that i i actually enjoyed a lot more than i was expecting but you know yeah, you I, too, guys. I did some interesting edits to this playlist i sent jared an initial edit maybe like uh, like two ish weeks ago mm. and i was like ah oh, this is a bit samey they're probably gonna rip it apart i want to get it ripped apart a bit i'll change some stuff and it just sounds like i made it better <laughs> yeah <laughs> I must have. I mean, uh, so I mean, just starting out with the first track, Future Islands. Yeah. So um, I actually went and watched Future Islands just like oh, just like a, over a month ago, and they were in Tacoma, and they were fucking phenomenal. And I had to throw this song on here. So Peach, number one, I feel like it's a great intro. Oh, Jared's playing Oop, playing it. Hit the wrong one. Um, it, I feel like it's a great intro, sort of soft spoken. Gets you into the gets you into the vibe of the overall playlist, you know. So they're based out of Maryland. All the guys are like right around their 40s and they've been making music together since high school. Nice. There's just a ton of different projects. One of the guys recently went viral on TikTok. TikTok. Whoa. Pretty yeah. flannery. <laughs> you don't need to mention that. <laughs> but I don't for, have a secret TikTok account. It's for that it's for that time moves slow song by Bad Bad Not Good. He sings on it and that song exploded like a month ago or something. 
Oh. I don't have a TikTok, but I was told when I was listening to this. But yeah, yeah it's uh, they're one of my favorite bands right now. So I'm like, I was I, I had to throw it in. I had to throw it in. Hell yeah! Well, it was a good pick, man. This this I mean, it's a contender for my favorite track uh, track really? off the playlist. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, and you know what's interesting? My girlfriend fucking hates this song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I really dig it, man. It's got this like interesting, just vibe that I just I, I don't know. Like the the vocals and the lyrics were just kind of like hit me particularly, and they just work. Like the like the one pushes up and one. Oh, dude, this guy when he was singing, so many like dad dance moves. What the one pushes up. The other pulls me down. This is an audio-based medium. <laughs> you, can't, you can't see our, our viral <laughs> dance movements. But. but it's like he was all over the fucking place. It was great. Yeah, I, I dug it, man. Uh, Jameson, what about you, man? Did you, how'd you like Peach? I totally agree. Uh, it was one of my contenders for top the list. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed, like, the tempo of it. Like, it yeah. wasn't too too much of anything. And the guy, you know, super unique vo- vocals. I thought it was fucking awesome damn dusty what about you man oh i like future islands um they they haven't really had a lot of stuff in the last few years i feel like but yeah i think they they had a big album in like 2012 that won like a pitch like pitch for its album of the year or something yeah and then like 2015 was their latest big release before this one i first heard of um there's just some other podcasts at the end they played uh seasons yeah, at the end, and that's probably like their most popular song. But one hundred percent, which they're really good. I mean, he's got a unique voice, you know. Dug it. It's one yeah. Of, yeah, definitely good one that you keep coming back to. I just yeah. I've totally forgot about. Oh, oh, oh. no, it's begun. Technical. <laughs> you say you totally forgot about him, Dusty. Things. Yeah, and then it was trying to remind me, and I was like, oh shit, I've got to go back and listen to that band again. Yeah, they put out an album in 2020. Peach was a single like a few months ago, but mm-hmm. the album in 2020 is kick ass. And it, I, I, with the other songs on the playlist, I couldn't really slot one of those in there as well. Fair, fair. Yeah. yeah. Nick, what about you? How do you feel about Future Islands? I like it. It's good, old fashioned synth pop. It's good. It's all the synth tones in it were fantastic. The guy's voice, it, I didn't really like it at first, but it grew on me. Like by the yeah. end of the song, I was really digging it. But it did. Uh, the one thing it really reminded me of was the song "Young Turks" by Rod Stewart. Like, oh, I wild! Not, <laughs> yeah, I could not get that song out of my head while I was listening to. Dude, to that's this such song. an interesting call, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, was, I like it. Yeah, I get it. I get. It. <laughs> there's, there's just something about like the the chord structure in that song. It just reminded me of Rod Stewart for some reason. I'm not a fan of Rod Stewart. I, I much prefer. <laughs> let me let me put I'm my foot down lie. here. <laughs> Rod Stewart is my mom's favorite of all time. So I grew up with <laughs> some Rod Stewart. Got some Rod Stewart in the pocket. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, Caleb. Caleb, what about you though, man? How'd you feel about about this this Future Island track, Peach? So I'm I'm in agreement with uh, I think Nick summed it up pretty well. Like the the vocals at first, I was like, mm, yeah, it's but it's they're unique and I don't know. It kind of reminds me of some blend between like you know some '80s um, pop like with the synth and stuff, but also kind of that like I don't know. It's hard to to to, to genreize. I got to give credit to Madison for that term. Yeah, but uh, she came up with that very proud. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like it kind of also reminded me like the indie 
kind of pop. The the bass is really woody and I like the drums yeah. and yeah, it sounded great. I really you know, what, one interesting thing about Future Islands is that playing, watching them live, it hit way fucking harder. And the dude actually, the singer has a background in metal and it was much more apparent in a live performance. This shit rocked the the Spanish ballroom in Tacoma. It was awesome. Did he I believe did he, it? Like, decapitate a goat and throw the blood on you guys? Well, not <laughs> not not that hard. Like Gorgoroth. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not going Gorgoroth. Cool. Yeah, just that's the that's actually like the whole billing for the night. Yeah, you, know, you guys can go from <laughs> Future Islands to Gorgoroth. <laughs> <laughs> Total shift after the opener. I will say there's there's like a massive overlap between metal musicians and uh, synth like synth music enthusiasts. I think metal musicians get tired of metal and then they're like, oh, Moog made a really cool machine. Yeah, and they just start fucking around with that, and then cool stuff comes out. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you're also kind of an example of that, aren't you? Like, well, I'm not a successful musician in any genre. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, musician, we'll say. <laughs> I, I I make music. Yeah, but hold on, hold on, but. But you have a you have a uh, song on Spotify right now, right? Oh, do. oh is it, shit. We, we already got to it. It <laughs> took us about five minutes to get to the, the promo- promotional period of the. Of the <laughs> you the never pod. know when it's gonna happen. You know, <laughs> it's always a surprise. You're a great hype man. Anyways, yes, uh, for, the, for the promo, we need a promo. All right, uh, I have an artist name called String Lights. That was a great way to phrase that. Uh, but I have one song on Spotify. It's called The Docs. It's uh, synth waves, just very heavy synthesizers. And it just crescendos on some just heavy fucking metal right at the end. So go listen to it. I think it's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun making it. And Hell String yeah. Lights. Just, just, just a quick, string Lights. Quick note about String Lights. I showed a couple of my legendary 40-year-old co-workers... <laughs> Yeah, and I actually got some positive reviews, Nick. So hey, <laughs> hey dude, nice. Got a little something in there <laughs> for everybody. Very nice. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's I legit. showed Hawaiian Mike, uh, who's forty-five <laughs> oh years old and just moved God. to Idaho from Hawaii. That is and, exactly the audience I'm shooting for. And strangely, <laughs> he listened to it, and he's like. You ever heard a gunship before? This reminds <laughs> yeah. me of that. So I thought Are you you'd serious? Really enjoy that. I swear. Oh my god. So oh that's god. funny. Synthwave oh, is man. a small world though. Synthwave is a small world. Yeah. Uh okay, well bring it us to the next track then. It's actually uh, Sign 2. Yeah, Sign 2 by Black Fly. What I don't have a story behind this. It came up on Spotify. The dude has 850 listeners. And I listened to it. I was like this is like everything about like my teenage years and listening like really like shitty over the top electronic music and like dubstep. It's worth noting, I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm like 10 years younger than Jared. <laughs> so <laughs> like coming up with like Skrillex and like Dead Mouse, and <laughs> it sort of reminded me of some of that, but better. And I've just sort of been listening to this artist like one album and just for a couple months now and I really enjoy it. I don't really. I didn't. I tried to look the, the guy up. Are you talking about the album from that this this song is on? Yes, the album that this song is on, um, which I'm pretty sure is just called Black Fly. But um, he, yeah. I, I looked it up and I couldn't find anything. So huh. like, I, I have no idea who this dude is. I don't know where he's from. All I know is they like this song quite a bit. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, looking at the like looking at the Spotify. Yeah, it's like yeah, like 850 something like monthly listeners. This is like the only album. 
Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's crazy. He doesn't even have an artist description yet. 2000. Yeah, it's like... Oh, interesting. Yeah, but, uh, you know, like, I would say, like, the Peaches, like, I, I like really love the, fu- the Peach Future Island song. This one kind of hit, and, like, it didn't really click as much for me yeah uh particularly i was like i was wondering if the if this if the vocalist is talking about somebody so what's the what's the, what are the lyrics like right off the bat I have no fucking idea. i don't know if you guys heard, if you guys caught that it's like it's like talking like somebody talking about what sounds like somebody having a period and i was like this is like a really strange way to start the song and i was like it doesn't sound, the person singing this song doesn't sound like they've ever had a period <laughs> Yeah, it's like she missed that time again. She missed that time again this month. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm not paying that but much attention to the lyrics. Either, either way, like it's got, it's got, it's got. The thing I liked about the song was that it has this fairly consistent like drive to the beat that stays, and it kind of keeps the tempo throughout the whole song. It doesn't really like upset it too much. The pace kind of remains the same through. Yeah. So it's got like and a decent there's energy. Ju- there's to just it, like yeah. a weird like synth interlude in the middle of it, and at the end. It just hits hard, <laughs> and it just—it's just fun, you know. That's my take, at least. I yeah. want—I want to see what y'all think. What about what about the rest of you, Nick? It's what like, about you? All right, I'll—I'll pop—I'll pop in on this one. I really liked it. I, I had this pretty much the same feelings uh, as I did with the last song, except without the Rod Stewart vibes, which was an improvement for me. <laughs> Uh, but I just wanted to point out that groove you're talking about. I think it's actually the law if you're making a synthwave song that you have to make basically the entire thing is just four on the floor, kick drums on every <laughs> quarter note. So that's dude. where that groove is coming from. It's always there. It's just this steady thing. That's something, and dude. That's such a good, good point, man. That's it's it's just something I've always liked about the genre is that uh, <laughs> is that is that like there's it's like you know, it's the momentum of the tracks. You know, it's like it's yeah. that fucking pace. It just it's what you're looking for, and when you get it so consistently in a genre of music it's just like i don't know you just keep coming back for more you want to because you know what mm-hmm. you're going to be able to get the energy you're going to be able to build but and it's pretty challenging too like just it's it's really difficult to make a beat like that just one two three four kick drums sound interesting and these guys did a fantastic job doing that so yeah really like, i guess point, this man. guy i don't know if it's one guy or what but you drive job Black, Black fly. fly, we're listening to you. Now you need to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. It's only fair. Dusty, what about you, man? How'd you feel about about this song? Well, it was all right. It's similar to the similar vibe to um, Future Islands. You know, the, yeah. it's a more electronic, I guess. It was okay. Well, not for me necessarily, but uh, that's fair. Voice is soothing, at least. Yeah, reminds me a little bit of Savage Garden. <laughs> is this the second time you've referenced Savage Garden? <laughs> Number yes. two. Yep. Yes. Uh, completely unwarranted comparison to Savage oh, Garden. God. What Both did times. Savage Garden do to you? Hey man, I think Savage Garden's uh, you know it's a good standard to mm-hmm. hold things to. <laughs> They've never impressed me. Oh. They've never impressed me. On that note, Jameson, what about you, man? How'd you feel about this song? Yeah, I put down, and I'm glad that Nick. Uh, figured it out for us what is good about it but just a good driving beat that's just gives you that consistency throughout it and i enjoyed the vocals were just enough like it added just enough to make it a good song without like taking away from the like audio track or the musical track yeah totally. yeah 100 yeah. i mean i think that's why i never noticed the lyrics is that it was just complimentary enough you know yeah that's just like 90 percent of the time i pay no attention to lyrics like it might take me 
10 times listening through a song before I start like picking anything up, but I'm just listening for the noise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do not pay any attention to lyrics and that's, that's gotten me in trouble at least. Once I know. Or twice. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm like one of the. Only, I feel like I can only speak for myself here, but I think I'm the only one on here fully like like lyrics are like the thing that grabbed me the like the first almost. Like it's it's such a. I mean, it's like one of the things I stands out like a sore thumb to me. If there's just like some weird fucking lyrics or it just doesn't make like it's like what are they trying to say right now? Mm. The fuck is this? Yeah. Like, you know, the Veronicas. Uh, <laughs> I will not tolerate any bad mouthing of the Veronicas on this podcast. Oh, I just did. I'm gonna do ooh, it ooh ah ah is lyrical genius. Ooh, uh. Well, Kev, before we move on to the next one, though, like, how do you feel about Black Flag? So this was actually, I think this was my favorite on the playlist. Um, wow, it kind of like you guys are saying, it had that nice drive. It took me back to like when I was 19 in like a warehouse in Soto, Papa Molly, I'm sweating and just dancing my face off. <laughs> no, for real though, like I was just like this, this shit, this shit slaps, bruh. Oh, <laughs> fire. Um, I don't know what I'm saying, but um, yeah, I like his voice. I like to be um, the the synth, like especially like at that, that halfway point at the end, we're just like, mm, yeah. Mm. I was I was in my car. I was bobbing. You know, it's one of those songs that I think it gets me excited for what the dude will do next. You know, it's it's like this. It's sort of a very it's a very bog standard, in my opinion, like starting point. I got enthralled with it and I was like, fuck, yeah. But I hope if he does like another album or whoever this is, does another album that it can grow from that and really be kick ass. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's Korea with great interest. Yeah, that's for kind an of inaugural release. This is a hell of a way to do it. I know that is sort of like one of the fun things is like when you find somebody getting like just getting off the ground and like like the you know in in this way it's like being able to watch as like an artist actually grows. Yeah, you know, for a little while is kind of interesting. You hear that, listeners? Go follow String Lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you should do a collab with Blackfly. Yeah, there you go. We reach out to him. You'll find out that he's like actually just an algorithm or something. <laughs> I don't know. He might he might be a little too famous for me. You'd be he'd be lowering himself by collaborating with a guy with forty one Spotify listeners. Maybe hey. uh, he'll he'll be like Ultron, controlled by an algorithm, so he can perform live still with his physical robot body. I don't know. You know what? That'll be we're talk, we're talking we'll that I don't call. even have. I can't perform live, so that's you know what mm. Ultron can take that one. I've, Ultron can have it. James Spader's coming in to blow the roof off the joint. He's the that's, fucking that's lizard king. That's who Blankfly is. It's, it's, it's James, James Spader. Spader. <laughs> no. You heard it here first. All right. The true identity of again. Blackfly. The Blackfly, the, the Blacklist. Is Robert California. Dude, I mean, that would be fucking epic. James Spader just like at his at his giant mansion somewhere in between <laughs> in between seasons of the Blacklist or whatever the fucking show he's doing. Man. I love that show. I that, the Blacklist is actually great. It is. That's <laughs> going on. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I have, it, I've never I, I watched it. So I might have to now that there's like three. I think I, three I say the Blacklist here. is great, but I stopped watching like season four because it was the same every episode. <laughs> yeah, but it's James Spader. So if you're he's the most entertaining that. actor alive, they oh, yeah. they just need to have a crossover with Boston Legal, and then that'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's there's one the FBI director. His only job is find him, figure out what he knows. That's his only I'm, line. And being Martian Manhunter, I'm already a little. 
I'm already a little drunk, so the whole time I thought you guys were talking about David Spade. Really <laughs> that would be also acceptable to be the, the person goat. behind Black Fly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you imagine right, well, David Spade and Blacklit. Hey, no, let's 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 get out of the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Busy. next we got next we got a, a track by Jungle. Yes, uh, Bonnie Hill. Bonnie Hill. I actually went and watched Jungle at the Paramount like two days ago, and they put on a hell of a show. It's essentially, so uh, it's two guys. Their first album came out in 2014. They do all the production or the bass production, and they bring in a bunch of multi instrumentalists. And a bunch of other professionals that tour with them and do the final recordings with them. And so the two guys, Josh Lloyd and Tom McFarland, they actually have solo albums that are kick ass and just sort of a slightly different style, usually a bit more experimental type. But uh, this is the third album. There's some East London guys. And I think one thing that's worth noting is, other than them, this entire crew that did this album was totally different. I think just them and the drummer stayed. Huh. And they, and this song specifically, um, I don't know if you, any of you have heard of Salt, but they're like a musical collective that blew up over the past few years. No one, they don't tour. They only release albums. No one really knows who they are, other than they're probably already like notable musicians. Hmm. But they collaborated on this song specifically. So and Salt. Yeah, it's like S A U L T or something like that. But Assault. Uh, yeah, like Assault. Yeah, so essentially. Chloride. Interesting. But nobody really knows who those guys are. Yeah. And a lot of people have actually thought that they are jungle in the first place with some other artists. But it's they're just Daft Punk. Yeah, maybe. You don't know. Uh sort of like sort of like, they could be Black Fly. Um <laughs> it's, it's all Banksy. Yeah, it's all Banksy and uh David Spade. James. Uh yeah, the, <laughs> God, but He's the uh <laughs> but no, this is like my fa- one of my favorite songs off their new album, and I think I, I had to throw it on. So Give me your give me your two cents, guys. I want to hear. I want to hear. Yeah, no, it's so, it's solid, man. Like I, uh, it's it's taken me a while to get like into the into jungle, the jungle vibe. But like, yeah, I, I sent you a jungle they, they album found, like a couple years ago while we were working together. They found the like they definitely found their pocket with me and like, yeah, I don't know. Like this is a good it's a good track. I definitely I I would say, like if I'm holding up to like the two that we've already had like. Like this is probably the second my my second favorite out of the three that we've listened to so far. Yeah. But Caleb, what about you, man? How'd you oh, how'd sorry. you feel about Jungle? Um, so it kind of reminded me of um, like I mean, it's obviously its own different thing. There's a lot more people in there, and there's that flute and that again that good woody bass tone. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, but it kind of reminded me of like um, Tame Impala's more recent stuff, like singing so high that it hurts my throat to listen to it just even try and think about doing that um it's impressive um but yeah i mean i i don't know if i'd go see them it yeah. was better than fine but I respect it <laughs> you know it's well written well performed but it's not exactly my see what's going on I feel like there's an expectation for you to that there's just going to be a lot more violence at the concerts you attend. <laughs> yeah. At least that type of atmosphere. It's just not violent enough for me. Not, not like people fighting <laughs> each other, but like the, the pit. Uh, like hardcore dancing? Yeah. Yeah. Hardcore dancing is violence. I don't want to do that. <laughs> don't forget it, kids. Don't forget it. Sacrifices on stage. <laughs> I'm getting canceled after that one. <laughs> Jameson, how'd you feel about, about Jungle? 
So I, I like this song too. Um, this starts a run, like in my notes, I wrote like all, like the next five songs have really defined and good bass lines that I really like immediately. I would pick up on that. It's worth noting. I, really... I play bass. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> and none of them are like overly complex, but they're right at the front of the music. And it's, you know, kind of refreshing to hear that. Yeah. Um, I also wrote down like to t- take a, a term from Dusty. I put down liquor cabinet adjacent. <laughs> like this isn't liquor cabinet rock, but I I feel like it's like liquor cabinet pop maybe. Like I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I get that. It's yeah. just like it's good chill music, and you know something you could listen to with a small group of friends or something. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I like dug it. it. If this is on while like everybody's hanging out having drinks by the pool, like nobody's gonna fucking complain, you know? Yeah. Yep. yep. You know what's so what's so interesting? And I mean, if you want a different vibe, there are other albums. Like it holds thematically the same, but I'm next time I'm on, I'm probably gonna throw some jungle on there from a different album. Their first one's way more electronic heavy and way more in your face while still having some of that funk element. And it's sort of they've gone a bit more like, I don't know, I want to say traditional, but they've started leaning more into acoustics rather mm-hmm. than just like synth bass and all that type of stuff. So, interesting. Mm-hmm. Dusty, would, had, had you like gotten into jungle like at all before? Like, list track? No, reminds me of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Dude, <laughs> yeah, it's got some like modern funkiness to it. Yeah, like, yeah. for sure. I think, I the, think they're classified as Neo Soul. So, there you go. Neo Soul. Neo Soul? Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I kind of get the Thundercat vibes out of that. Yeah. yeah, that's a good title. Yeah, that's interesting, man. But it's laid back. It's not. It's not too weird in your face. It's kind of chill. Yeah. Would Have you find vibe. yourself? Would you find yourself putting it on again? Depends eh, eh. <laughs> on the mood. I guess. If your liquor cabinet's open, <laughs> you know. You know, honestly, if that's the worst criticism I get this episode, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> But Nick, how about you, man? Like, have you been, has Jungle been on your periphery? Or in your periphery? Oh, oh, there it is. There it is. We got everybody. Oh, that's why sometimes these podcasts take a little while to edit. Oh, oh my gosh, really? guys. I'm so sorry. Jared, we got audio, oh. but no. We're back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, yeah, it was completely, I'm going to have to go through and, and chunk that section. So let's just pretend like I just asked you, Nick, about, about if you like Jungle, if you been listening to jungle at all on your own before this right. playlist well, no I've, I've not listened to jungle a lot on my own or actually at all on my own this entire side of music is an absolute fucking mystery for me because i have no soul <laughs> i've i've tried to make my own like kind of funk motown sounding beat just to just to play along with just to experiment with some of the instruments that i've been purchasing over the last couple of years and it just sounded like a really sh- cheap shitty redbone knockoff so <laughs> i i feel unqualified to make any kind of judgments on this genre the genre, yeah. genre. Yeah. yeah there's like how oh, we it? need to get a, we need to get a sample of that for a soundboard uh, a genre, genre sample yeah that would actually be a good sample that's a good call uh for you know as much as i love like soul music and certain smooth aspects of like genres that are kind of a adjacent to soul like i'm with i'm kind of with you in that way nick it's like it's just honest to admit like i've never been able to pull off that smoothness myself you know what i mean yeah (laughs) like i as much as i would like like to it's just i don't know for some reason it's it's hard to 
capture the funk, if you will. The captures. Yeah, I just can't get it. But I, I mean, otherwise, the song's super cool. It's it's really nice to listen to that front and bit like that just right up front and center line is dominates the song in such a good way. So mm-hmm. it's it's really good to listen to, but it's not something I normally put on. Yeah. Um, well, then that brings us to like to the next track. What's what? Is what's the what's the next track? It's uh he it's actually what hematome uh, is hemat- what? hematome or something like that. It's French. Yeah, it's French. It's French. <laughs> I had to throw. I listen to I listen to a lot of French music just while I'm hanging out, and I stumbled upon Limperties maybe like six months ago. Uh, they put out a, a this album, and it is a super long album, ton of highlights. I could have chosen like five different songs to put on this. Yeah. I just thought this one. The distinguishing factor is that I thought the flow was so good. Just with, the, like you guys were talking about, with the bass line, it led too well into this song. Yeah. They had to choose it. I don't really know too much about this band other than they were established in 2012 uh, in Paris and they've released like five albums or EPs. Like they have a relatively deep discography in their time that they've been around. Huh. And it's, it's ever since I started listening to them, I've just been like lost in their discography. So I thought this was a good starting place if anybody really likes it. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I definitely latched onto this track when going through them uh i don't know it's just like yeah there's a certain like kind of quality you can dip in and out of this song uh if you want like there's there's enough to pay attention to but there's also enough to make it sort of like just background music if you if you want but it's just pleasant all the way around uh i don't know i, I definitely like this is another one that was like kind of in my in my contenders for top tracks for the playlist so personally see i won't say that i fully disagree but uh this is one of the songs i i felt like uh it had another really nice bass line that i enjoyed but i feel like it was a little bit too simple and it was just kind of hidden by the french uh vocals <laughs> yeah I it that. was just super fo- and like i just was a little bit bored by the end of it <laughs> yeah no that's it does I, have a little more fair. a little more space to yeah uh, leaves to fill i think which I think I and this is something just about my music taste in general. I listen to a lot of sh- stuff like this. I think it's because I, it's I know Jared, you you mentioned that you there's a genre of music that has been ruined for you because of work. Oh, this is like the yeah. shit that I play at work because we have open Spotify. Yeah, like and so this is totally stuff that I'm either doing homework to or I'm working literally at work listening to stuff like this. Yeah kind of creates the, the the soundtrack for the day exactly yeah, if, I, if i paid yeah they'd be like if it was more on my radar on a regular basis yeah it would be ruined <laughs> yeah but i don't know i mean uh like dusty what about you man how'd you like were you singing a little right like along this. with this song oh <laughs> there. it's not for me hey there it is it's <laughs> too foreign <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, it's just, is that yeah. a maga hat I see behind you, Dustin? <laughs> it's just boring to me. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. I will like, say this is the only song on the list that got it's fine. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> fuck. It's a fine. <laughs> Nick, what about you, man? Um, I liked a lot of the sounds that they were making, just not necessarily in the order and at the times that they were making them in. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, everything, like, to me, it sounded good. I'm going to have to disagree. Yeah. Like, I thought the production was super cool and it was super raw. Like, you could hear those, that, like, bam, of the bass in there, like, that, that, that wobbly brass stab. 
Mm. Uh, oh my god, the, the the actual patch is in it. I'm a synthesizer nerd, as we could just take a look nerd. over there. The listeners will see. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> the wall of the wall of I am describing a table full of synthesizers over there. I think they're cool. Uh, but oh my god, the, I, it was just goofy music, and I did not <laughs> like how goofy it was. Yeah. <laughs> Another point. Well, on, on a couple other pods so far, uh, some of the other members of this podcast had uh, discussed why they just did not care for Asian vocal, like Asian language vocals and music. And I did not understand it, but I understand it now. <laughs> oh, oh. oh my God, I do not That's like the the French language. Well, there is like, yeah, there's like, uh, how do I say it? I feel like most songs I hear sung in, in French, like have like a certain style to them like like vocal style and it it it's the same one that you do see kind of come out in this song you know where it's like almost like this weird like wispy kind of thing yeah um mm -hmm. I, I i don't know i i, I kind of like it but yeah like i mean there's there's drastic differences in like the pronunciations i think of, of like languages that sometimes are well we've talked about it a little bit that kind of like make makes like things kind of stand out in different like ways i suppose so yeah that's interesting though that you got that from this track you're just like you're just like i figured it out now <laughs> french, french is my language with, with the exception yeah. of like french rap which for some reason i think sounds badass <laughs> it does um, you're okay. not wrong <laughs> but like french singing i'm just not it's not my thing it's it's a, it's a cool song that it sounded cool like the production on it and the, all the different tones and stuff they had going on i thought it was yeah. all great but the, i didn't like it fair enough <laughs> Caleb, what about you man i'm gonna defend the french a little bit here because like kind of <laughs> touching on what jameson said like the you know the instruments are pretty kind of simple and stripped back and whatnot really good quality but i feel like the the just the smoothness and uh silky musicality of the way french can sound kind of fills that space um and i really i really fucking liked it but the uh album cover art scares the shit out of me <laughs> i do not like those that picture of those three ladies they're they freak me out they make the music <laughs> you heard it here, you heard it here first other than caleb uh under further review thinks english is the best <laughs> yeah, pretty, i mean i like i like music in other languages uh, no i actually really like uh, nice. I, I really like mute like uh spanish vocals like that's true like i don't know anyway yeah that 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 might have to be a round we do kind of coming up Inter international <laughs> i only I, I listen some to music written in, in the black speech of mordor <laughs> hey, that still counts as international man if you do that i'm, I'm gonna come on because i'll throw some bossa nova and that sounds great yes dude all right well so next we got a parcel song yes um uh if there are any listeners that uh listen back in the in tune days the old <laughs> podcast i used to host me and avi would talk about parcels like every fucking episode parcels man so um yeah so they are a high former high school bands they're like in their mid-20s now uh from byron bay australia they got picked up on the daft punks label in in berlin germany they're currently based in out of paris though and uh they produced their first album they co-produced a lot of the songs with daft punk and this so this is their sophomore effort and i think this some of this is weaker some of it's stronger on the terms of pr the production side but this is my favorite single that they've released for the new album so far yeah um 
how do I say this? Like I, I didn't like this song because <laughs> it just it reminds me, like you mentioned that they got put on Daft Punk's label. It reminds me of a Daft Punk song. It does. And as and as far as I'm concerned, Daft Punk does it better or or, <laughs> or did better. Because it literally sounds like something I, I I feel like I've heard a million songs I've ignored that sound like this, <laughs> and that's why I just couldn't get in. Like I don't know. Like I, I I'm like, and I know that you showed me par- like things from Parcels that I like yeah, yeah. better, but it's just like I feel like maybe you know the stuff co-produced. Maybe by they're Netflix. kind of like there was too much influence. Yeah, I get it in this particular track. But I mean, it's, I don't think it's like it's a- not like Daft Punk. Like Daft Punk sound is bad anyway. It's just yeah. like it's just like been done better yeah it's been done better by the people that championed that 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 sound in, the, in a lot of ways but i don't know that's just me what about you guys how do you feel about parcels um, i felt I, the same as you <laughs> fair yeah i just i don't i don't like daft punk though is a thing oh just, no just reminds me way too much of that one fucking song with pharrell or whatever is it happy happy yeah <laughs> blow my brains out every time i hear that song it's the exact same you don't like despicable it. me <laughs> it was a song on despicable me yeah it was i've never seen despicable me so oh, dude i was 14 when despicable me 2 came out and that song was exploding so Pretty formative what? time in your life caleb what about great. you though man you were you were just what were you gonna about I'm, to say too? Were you I'm on them or off? I'm I'm in the same boat as you guys. Um, not I didn't really get the Daft Punk comparison no. so much, but um, it's a little bit boring. Um, there it is. It, it kind of. I mean, it, it's not bad. It's like it's three. It, everything's all well done and all that, but and I like the piano, but it just kind of sounds like a Tame Impala clone. Yeah, about. Australian, like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna go to Paris and we're gonna make high pitched singing funky music. We're from Perth yeah. The fuck. So, I suppose okay, like that's the cool. danger that like elect like electronic music runs into for myself is that like it's so easy, and I mean this is just my perspective. Like I I know that there's like there's di- like all these wild differences in, in every aspect of like the musicality that goes into some of these things but for me like there's just a certain line where the things just start blending together too much and then it just becomes like it risks like dragging down like the genre for me you know it's no, like makes sense it's, oversaturation yeah yeah like, exactly, I, exactly as a former it's dragon like, force fan uh i'm gonna have to disagree <laughs> with you <laughs> jameson what about you man how'd you feel about parcels <laughs> yeah i actually i i disagree i like this song um I didn't know about any of their uh, connection to Daft Punk, but I kind of just playing it through in my head right now. I can definitely see that. I I thought that it was like a good vibe song, and I I liked it. And something that I would probably put on in the background as people were, you know, a, another like party song that I would put on while people are chatting. Oh, but I liked yeah, it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, you know, it's all right. Like parcels, like how 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 long did you? They've been around for a little while. You mentioned they've been. This is their second album. I want to say they've been really getting formally released for like four years. Yeah, maybe 2016 at the earliest. And um, I definitely they did a live album about a year ago. That if this isn't your style, go and check that out because it's a lot more upbeat. It's sort of, it's not really playing off of the Daft Punk stuff as much. Mm. And it's very cohesive. They did it like properly one take in a studio, like right at the beginning of COVID. Oh, that's cool. But um, 
and there's a video of it online and it's incredible to watch i think i definitely understand though it's it and now now that i'm thinking of it i'm like fuck it is like uh like listening to like instant crush mixed with get lucky mixed with lose yourself to dance get lucky it just it reminds me so much of that song like i don't know yeah but i mean I don't know. It's it's just like it's good to be influenced. I don't think it's good to like try to be your influence. You know, you know? I was gonna say this earlier. <laughs> but I didn't want to cut anybody off. There, it's like there's a risk of getting there, but they're not Greta Van Fleet yet. Oh God, oh. dude. <laughs> oh, what? a little too close. It's a standard. I, I, Caleb, you know actually, you, Caleb, you know about no. Greta Van Fleet, right? Yeah, the, the little boys that dance around trying to be Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, it took me a second to understand what you meant, but yeah, I was just like, why are we comparing them? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Like, I've there's, been in the weeds all day, so there's <laughs> there's there's inspiration, and then there's being derivative. Yeah, for real. So I, I think it's an interesting dichotomy. Um, you guys talk as much shit about Greta Van Fleet as you like. Uh, I'll admit to it up front. I'm a fan, so I think well, they okay. sound good. No, they're they're good. I'm not gonna say that they don't sound how they sound. They if sound I, all right. They're but no Devin Townsend. They're, they're, much better. <laughs> they're just they're much better. They're not bringing anything. <laughs> fresh to the fucking conversation they're just trying to they're trying to ride the coattails of somebody else like and that's that's like where it's like when it becomes too obvious it becomes like an annoyance to try and like experience you're just sort of like well fuck of course like if you just try to emulate like the classic greats like you're gonna be well regarded i was super annoyed too i saw one of their interviews and they said that their biggest influence was aerosmith i was like you guys are just fucking they're fucking with people they're like in their early 20s and me me and jared were just talking about this on matinee edition but like the sweater vests are back in now because some hipster asshole went to a thrift shop and saw a bunch of sweater vests people were throwing away and we're like no. This is my style now. Yeah, it's like Wait, wasn't that cool when we were in high school though? Yeah, no, it, it was. Wasn't. Oh it, my god, nineties, right? I say it was, Nick. I say. <laughs> well, well, sweater vests are fucking everywhere now in Tacoma, and I'm like, this like, is stupid. Oh, it only takes like ten years for something to become like retro now. That's really upsetting to think about. Oh, it's because a bunch of <laughs> yeah, thrifting I mean, uh, evergreener Tacoma campus guys fucking grabbing a bunch of sweater vests from thrift shops not to get not to get too far out there but i mean this is the same reason why like kevin smith made jay and silent bob reboot right like (laughs) if you guys saw that movie it's literally and like and at times like like a direct like remake of some parts of like jay and silent bob (laughs) and and like and they make fun of it in the movie you know it's like that's the whole thing it's like things get turned around so quickly these days it's wild like you know pearl jam being on the fucking classic rock stations is like the play like greatest example in my opinion it's like it's like that that to me is baffling but yeah it's slowly happening you know Foo fighters are classic rock stations that's that's what i mean man that's too much yeah Yeah. yep oh it's it's it feels fucking wrong if you ask me but we're getting fucking old people I know. Oh Jameson's like the only one that's living in reality. He's like, this is fucking yeah. time. This is <laughs> how it works. Look at Mr. Taxpayer over there. Yeah. <laughs> you should probably pay your taxes now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could get you in trouble after a while. Taxation is theft. So, all right, getting back into the music. Uh, <laughs> ah, the people are really here for the tangents and for the gavel. I, I feel like, uh, you know, you know, yeah. 
that's got to be a heavy side, a lot of that. So Don't forget the, wherever, the, the exclusive Chris Gaines news. Exactly. <laughs> they come here for the Chris Gaines news. That and like actors killing people on set accidentally. Oh, no. Dude. We, oh, we did. We, we did forgot to talk about that last time. Yeah. We, we were like yeah, talking news. Yeah. It broke that news. God, dude. Uh, Matinee edition is here to interrupt under further review. Uh, Alec Baldwin fucking murdered someone. Yeah, uh, and back to under further review. <laughs> yeah, that shit is wild, man. Um, all right, the, the avalanches. Yes, so wherever you go, this this next track is uh, it has this like interesting. It's like, heavily clip. sampled. What, what's the what's the, the so, sample for the clip up front there? Um, it's a sample from oh, it's it was from the United Nations. They shot a space a, a vessel into space with a vinyl record on it that had like a bunch of greetings from the people of Earth. oh yeah yeah okay. and it samples from that so the avalanches this album so the avalanches have been around since the 90s they're a production duo and they've done like a bunch of different style of electronic stuff oh interesting as of late they've sort of been like merging soul music with edm huh to very interesting results and i've their their most recent album like we will always love you is awesome i think it came out in 2019 end of 2019 it's what this song's on and other than this song it's very soul heavy and i thought this would be fun this is a fun song to sort of break up the the vibe halfway through the playlist yeah it kind of it kind of slows it down a little bit and then yeah. heavily samples it samples like magalena it samples wherever you go which yeah. is a song from the 60s and about like halfway through this track, though, it just turns into a dance song. Man. I know. It's like fucking intense. Like it's-, it, it's fun. And Jamie XX is an awesome producer out of the UK. And that's another thing with the Avalanches. They're heavily collaborative. And and like uh, earlier on this album, uh, Leon Bridges is on it. Like oh, as an yeah. example of just another collaborator that they use. He's in like two songs. Interesting. So like they used another, they worked with another incredible producer for this song. And with some guest vocalists, I think it worked really well. Huh. I mean... Like I didn't mind the change of pace here. Uh, 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 it definitely like it got like a little bit dance heavy for me. I'm kind of into dance, like dancey kind of music sometimes. Um, but I do think like I think where you like just in general like kind of placing this in the middle of the list was actually a really solid choice because yeah, it kind of just like gives you this like moment, you know, yeah. it, like to like kind of collect yourself, get like, and then go back into the second half. Yeah, I don't know. It's not not a bad choice. I I I kind of want to look in more into the avalanche just a little bit yeah. now. But I feel like I feel like if you like this, check out the whole album. It's sweet. It's a long album too. Strangely, I actually I remember maybe like 2012 finding the avalanches through like Pandora. Yeah, uh, their their album, which I just looked up, released in like 2000. Uh, Since I left you, is really fucking cool i think i i bought it on itunes way back in the day uh specifically for the song frontier psychiatrist is really cool if anyone yeah. wants to look into it but um with this song specifically i put down like i got really excited like i thought the initial um drop in the beginning the initial uh, sample yeah. i was like okay we're gonna go on a ride here and then by the end of it i was like kind of let down I don't know. I just kind of, I didn't think that it uh, stood up to the initial sample. I was just kind of like ready for it to end by the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, what about you, man? I'm going to, I'm going to have to admit to some blundery here, but uh, when I first listened to these guys, I, I I listened to them and I was like, oh, that was 
weird. So I just started like thumbing through like the, some of the rest of their stuff that I, I found on their Spotify page. And every single goddamn song was different, like just completely wildly different from the next one to the point I, I don't remember what song I was supposed to listen to now because I, I didn't go back and click the link. That's a gavel. That's so gavel. I, gavel. I, I can't remember what song it was. <laughs> because all of those songs that they have are so wildly different, and I can't fucking find it again. Oh man! <sighs> but they, they're a really cool musical act. I I, I enjoyed my <laughs> my search. Yeah. It was a really nice like search through the goddamn woods. Like this is not this is far beyond weeds where I wound up. With the <laughs> like I'm in the forest. I'm in Mirkwood right now, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with the avalanches. But it was pretty cool. So, I don't know. Thumbs up. Hell yeah, Gil. What about you, man? This is not for me. I don't like that genre of music at all. <laughs> it's just too repetitive. But that's why I hate that style of music. I'm just not into that scene. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's bored. Yeah, it was, I was just bored. Just <laughs> damn. This is what enough. I wanted though. Just, yeah, it's want to feel the pain. I don't know. <laughs> feel the pain. I'm, it's too I'm trancy sh- and like I'm like maybe if I were kind of high I would enjoy it, but. <laughs> I'll bring you some real trance, Nick, or Dusty. Jesus Christ. I'll bring you some real trance. Make me turn on the trance buttons. I am super amazed that, that, like, this is probably the most turned off we've seen Dusty by any playlist. (laughs) I thought you were going to enjoy this one. And for some reason, me and Caleb actually enjoy it. Yeah. It's strange. Caleb, uh, how'd you feel about the about the Avalanche's track? I have mixed feelings. It's it's confusing because um, the beginning is kind of scary. It makes me anxious. <laughs> and, um, like there's a lot of samples. There's just a lot going on, and it's kind of like it feels a little chaotic um, at times. Uh, but it kind of that that subsided once the beat kind of kicks in and it gets a little more. That kind of it reminded me of like a Latin, almost like a reggaeton beat. Like it's kind of yeah. bouncy. Um, but like the beginning, I, I felt like I was trapped under an avalanche and I could hear all this shit going on above me outside of my (laughs) snow tomb. And I'm just freaking out, wondering when I'm going to run out of air. snow (laughs) tomb. Oh no. I don't, like I brought you to a place, but I'm scared of it too. I don't, I don't. This is like a weird, you'll come back to it, but you you almost don't want to. I don't. Yeah, I'd have to be in a certain kind of mood, um, but I think just the amount of caffeine and and uh, THC was just like, like <laughs> okay, this is this is a lot. And I didn't think I didn't think a song on my playlist would give somebody an existential crisis, but I'll take it. I, I was I felt like I was dying, and then I was like I died, and then I got to like some afterlife where we're like we're gonna dance. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I got some afterlife. Where you're like we're gonna dance. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I didn't dislike it, and I like parts of it, but it made me feel a lot of things. So that's cool. Well, there you go, man. I mean, that's always Ots. a good thing. Also, hate the album art. Terrifying. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. Well, what, okay. What about the next track, guys? Because this this one was something that you I think you showed me a, yeah, a I, little while ago. I sent you this album right when it came out. Is it? Is it? Well, how do you say the, the name of the cat? I think it's like. Be- is it I, yes or yes? I think I, I've heard I've heard Eves. Eves, my God, Eves, Eves Tumor, Eves. Um, so debuted in 2016. The dude's from Miami, but he's currently based in Italy. 
and he it's dubbed experimental rock but that sort of pisses me off experimental rock uh, because this is just sort of like just a bit like of like gr- not really grungy but rock with a bunch of other influences you know i feel like it's just a it's it's a fun song to listen to and just the build is very satisfying in it yeah, I mean, I guess I, I I wouldn't really rightly know what to call it. I exactly. mean, I don't know if it's like, I don't know. This this has a place right next to Child Childish Gambino's album that Redbone came off of, which I'm I'm blaming on like what I can't I'm blanking on the name of that out off the end, top oh, of my okay. head. But either way, this it has like that similar it, it like it has similar vibes. I mean, his his album was a huge commercial success, which I think kicks the door in for more uh exploration into soul oh, and i think that's why like things like neo soul have kind of exploded even more um but i don't know dude i like this song i like kerosene it's got it's got a really awesome awesome build up i love the i love the vocal work on it yeah uh there's like some really cool like guitar guitar work that kind of shines through but yeah this is like this is one i definitely found like again a, a contender for tops if if not my my favorite song on the on the playlist so I don't know. Dusty, what about you, though, man? Also solid. I mean, yeah. the, the guitar's really good in it. So that, that's what it kind of caught me the most, is just the build-up and, like, the, the lead parts of it. So I'll give it a solid. It's better than fine. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what the... I don't know what the... Well, yeah, I don't know what you would call this genre, but uh, kind of a soulful prog rock techno kind of thing going yeah, on it's just got yeah. a lot of elements going on yeah it, i feel well, like you get the pink floyd vibes a little bit where you kind of have the that's what it the was soul. dude like the vocal works where they're kind of yeah yeah soul and experimental but then you have the still have the technical guitar playing and yeah everything. so that's a good call Dustin. yeah that's a great call nick how'd you feel about this one man that I, Dusty just took the words right out of my brain before I could even figure him out. But it was it, it definitely <laughs> felt like Pink Floyd to me. Like this is what like li- this is what listening to Pink Floyd feels like for me. So that's that's the feeling I was getting, and I just could not figure it out until Dusty said it. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, real good. Overall, call, it was man. pretty cool. But I'm not like the hugest fan of Pink Floyd. So <laughs> oh damn, <laughs> I don't know. It's, All it's, that being it's, said, <laughs> that's like. <laughs> <laughs> That's like he's going to shake your hand and he stabs you. It's my damn favorite maneuver. It's that bait and switch. That's what yeah. makes this whole thing worth. That it. was that's painful. <laughs> this guy's a no, Pink this, Floyd fan. Like this, the song is fine. I mean, it, it sounded really cool. I like the lead parts in it. I thought his the like the especially the whatever his lead tone was. It sounded like really interesting. Almost sounded like it had like a bottomed out octave on it. But um, it was it was pretty cool. I've noticed a definite running theme that. So far, every single one of these songs has had an absolutely just bumping bass line to it. Like these songs. Yeah, really you're nice. right, man. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah, a which good catch. Makes man. a lot of sense. Speaking for to basses. For me, it's all about the groove. Yeah, you got to get that stanky face going a bit. Yep. You know, <laughs> really start feeling it halfway through. Hell yeah, Jameson. What about you, man? So, Oops. let's see. I don't know. Like, I really didn't enjoy the vocal work on this song at all. Like. <laughs> I didn't enjoy that and I could appreciate the guitar, but the two mixed together just made like it made me a little bit uneasy. Like it wasn't fun to listen to. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Kinda, it was quite chaotic. And yeah, I, 
This might be my least favorite song. And that's it. Like I, I am a, I am a Pink Floyd fan. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I see the connection, but I just enjoy the vocal work of Pink Floyd better. Yeah, yeah. Or more. Fair also, enough. the guitar work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McGrady, though, what, no what about you, man? So I mean, kind of. I, I think I, I'm kind of on a similar page as uh, Jameson in some ways, like. Um, the vocals were not my favorite. Um, when I first listened to it, the when there was like the big kind of uh, female uh, vocal solo, like in the middle, mm-hmm. um, I was like, "Is this fucking like Alanis Morissette?" <laughs> I thought she was trying to be Florence. And Florence, oh, and it's like you aren't doing Florence. it as good. There's only one Florence. Leave that as a YouTube comment. You aren't doing it as good. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like I like the um, the the build and you know the guitar tone was cool and funky bass and yeah like I, I can see the Pink Floyd comparisons but um, I liked her voice more but I really didn't like his. Like, <laughs> it's bad. That's I just that's, was like mm, no. That's great. Most people I have shown this song fucking hate his voice. So noted. Or it just sent people this album. The, there's a, there's a few other songs on it that were also sort of in the running for this spot, mm. and like they range from being like there's another song called uh, Superstars that's super glam pop. There's a uh, the intro song Gospel for Gospel for some shit. Uh, I forget the name full name, hmm. but it gets almost metally halfway through, and it's there's a lot of tonal differences on this album. I, I'm no, I'm taking I'm taking notes for next time. Yeah, throw some throw some slightly more marginal curveballs. I felt like this is the this is the daily listens playlist. You know, we're getting we're all getting too comfortable with this list. This is- I know. I want to fucking. I want to stir the pot. Oh, I, I got you. Some stuff coming. Don't worry. Well, oh no. So so taking it into the next track there. Uneasy. Uh, it's a. Let's see. Uneasy by Metronomy. Yeah. So it's Metronomy with uh, Spill Tab. So this is Metronomy's like my one of my favorite bands right now. But this album they released only like a few weeks ago, actually, or it's an EP. It's called Posse, and they just do the production for smaller uh, musicians and vocalists. Oh, so yeah, it's it's sort of a departure from what they usually do tonally. They they like produce a song for like a British rapper on this album, huh. and it's it's just it's uh, sort of moving away from what they usually do. And I thought it was interesting. This. So Matrami started up in 2009 as just like a one-man band in Essex. And the dude produced like a 20-song-long album. And it's just like this sort of like half-ass sounding, weirdly produced album. And he just sort of assembled a band of like really good instrumentalists around him afterwards. Hmm. And they exploded. Like their albums do incredible on the UK, like on the UK charts. They haven't really pushed too far into like the, the States yet. Sort Fair of like enough. akin to like early Arctic Monkeys, like they were super successful there. overseas. Holy shit! <laughs> this is and I was monkeys. I was about to say this is like I my find f- a lot of Arctic Monkeys fan on this. Ooh, on this table. Monkeys are uh, scary no matter where they're from. <laughs> this is I want to say this is like arguably my favorite song on the playlist. There's something about the vocals on it that I love. I'm intrigued to see. How, let's start with Caleb. I want to see the. I want to see what he's. I can see him snickering. Uh, okay, so um, I liked I liked the 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 drum beat, um, like the little hi hat work staying in the pocket. The bass line was cool. 
but I did not like the vocals. It reminded so me of that, that like um, breathy, lazy enunciation of like William Eyelash. Um, <laughs> I am not a fucking fan. It's like just, just be better. Um, just be, just so be better. <laughs> the first, the first few seconds where it's just like, oh, we got this this cool beat and this bass going. That's cool. It sounds like yeah, everything else in the playlist. No, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm joking. I, I'm joking. I dig that kind of stuff, so it, that wasn't a yeah. problem. But it was when the rest of it comes in, and it's just that for the rest of it, and I was just kind of bored to tears after a while. So oh. that was a, that was a big fat gavel for me. Yeah, the, I, see, I'll say, go for it, Jamo. Uh, see, I'll, I totally disagree. Like I oh, found, the, oh my god, I found the vocals to be like soothing. Like uh, it yeah. was just kind of super. I, I don't know. I, besides saying soothing, there's not really any other way to put it. But um, yeah, it was. I really enjoyed it, and I thought it would be another good like party song. It's not something that you're gonna throw on and just listen. But it's great background music. I I liked it a lot. And when I say background music, that's not a bad thing. I get it. Yeah. yeah. No, I like the I like the bass line, like the bass that comes out through this song. I do think that the dynamics of the vocals are kind of I don't know, uh, boring is the word that I, I would use. Like I guess, yeah, it's just it's just not like. Well, I mean, like there's just yeah, I don't know. It, it's just you hear you, you know, it's like you've heard it before, you've heard it here again. That's kind of that's just kind of how it felt. But the music, the music is the is the stuff that shines in this song, like the actual yeah. music, the musical ass, uh, and the instrumentation of it. This is why I'm intrigued. If if anybody else holds that same sentiment, this is why next time I'm going to throw a proper metronomy song on it because the the different the lead singer changes and it becomes a totally different tonality. Totally, yeah. And I've listened to metronomy in the past, and like I definitely like I've liked some of their tracks a little bit better than this one. But definitely again, know like, they again, play like, the musical aspect, so. like the instrumental aspects of this song are what stand out to me but um what about you nick though like have you listened to metronomy before probably no actually no you haven't yeah really? surprisingly i've not heard of these these guys or guy uh i, I had no idea but yeah i mean it's i i can definitely hear the background music thing i definitely could taste espresso in my mouth when i heard it <laughs> just as if it was just playing at a coffee shop <laughs> um so that was kind of cool uh but actually actually i i mean i'm on my like i think third listen of it right now and it was actually like kind of taking it apart in my head but i really like the i really like all the individual tones and textures that are used in this like that drum beat is super thin and soft it's probably on like brushes or whatever i don't know how drums work yeah it does sound like it's used it's like 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 brushes Yeah it's, yeah, it's just this like soft, scratchy thing in the background. Really, really pleasing. It pairs with the bass super well, which I, I don't know. I have only ever had one pair of strings on my bass in my entire life, or set of strings, not pairs. I got more than two. <laughs> <laughs> two strings on there. But it sounds like he's got some like silky, like flat wounds on this bass. Yeah, it just it's it sounds super good. It's just that this nice like thump to the quick decay. I don't know. It's a very, it's a very aesthetic, not aesthetically. It's an orally, not orally, sonically, sonically pleasing. Orally, a u r a l l y. It's an orally pleasing song. That checks out. 
<laughs> like risque. <oral> <laughs> okay, whatever. It's an or- uh, I, and oh, as to the the vocals, like meh, I don't I don't really care or go out of my way to listen to breathy Billie Eilish style like soft vocals like That's that. But it's name. also really inoffensive. So I, I think it paired really well with the mix of textures they had going on in the song. So yeah. overall, good, good grade. Yeah, a P. Um, okay, well and then and well, then that... we got we got to do Dusty though, right? Did Dusty chime oh. in? I, I'll kind of add on to what Jared's thoughts were, and I, I don't, I really hate where pop music is going, and oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, it probably goes back to Lord, and that was further ruined by Billie Eilish, and it's just, I mean, it's not a bad song. It's just the all these new artists are the same because they're all trying to be Billie Eilish, and it just yeah. annoys the shit out of me, like. Just, I listen yeah. to Alt Nation all the time on Sirius, and every week there's a new like, there's the the band Girl in Red sounds exactly like <laughs> Biba Doobie, exactly the same fucking thing, and it's just like where does the stop? Yeah, <laughs> when <more laughs> <national nightmare ends. laughs> I want to get I mean, off Mr. Bones' wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's kind of it. It's just like it's i don't know I when it's when it's so, feist too i mean fuck. <laughs> yeah when there's just so much emulating like the same thing it just mm-hmm. it becomes way too obvious after a while yeah, what that's that. similar what the common thing is you know and then you're just like wow like now i'm just hyper focused on these vocals that i don't care about anymore and yeah. it's and happening like every other song the music's really good i mean if you listen to Billie eilish stuff her brother produces everything yeah genius. And his music's actually good. He's like kick ass. Other stuff that doesn't like involve her at all. Just that that's it's not offensive, like you know, Nick said the, it's just that music there. The way they sing like that, just, it's all the same to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just kinda of in one ear and out the other. Mm-hmm. I can get that. I can get that. Um but okay, so I'm willing to bet it's gonna be Oh, I, was, I had one one, one final comment do on, it, do on that thing. I had an epiphany, but it's um, it was uh, like the the way we think, like we can instantly recognize the sound of like an '80s pop song, like when oh. we hear it, even even if it's something we've never heard before, you can yeah. you can just tell it's from the '80s. Like, I feel like that that breathy vocal pad style is gonna be definitely one of those like dead giveaways of that that 2020. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like late late 10s into the early 20s yeah. probably yeah. it'll be like one of the signature like sonic identifying factors yeah <laughs> like, oh yeah. it's one of those songs yeah where if you heard a pop <laughs> it's, song it's, it's one of those. early 2000s you would know it's early 2000s like, yeah, like, like Whitney, totally. that's, that's early 2000s pop yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good call actually uh, i want to quickly throw it in there uh toxic is a better song than stronger uh, yep. <laughs> Jared, okay, get you your shit what? together. You know what? I agree. You know what? Bitches be damned, okay? Bitches be damned. I'll stand by stronger any day of the week. <laughs> I got nothing on the climb by Miley Cyrus. I'm going to die on that hill. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so next. Yeah, we got like a Gorillaz track. Another one of my favorite songs to come out in the past year or so. Um, so the Gorillaz, you know, introduction. We all know fucking song X or song two or whatever the fuck. And um, so in this case, they're collaborating with Slow Tie and Slaves. Slow Tie is an incredible rapper out of England. Um, his debut album, I think it's called like Britain Sucks, kicks ass. Love that album. And Slaves is sort of like a punk-esque ska band. 
and it's like this weird dichotomy <laughs> that I feel like in Momentary Bliss really works and it sort of plays into what the gorillas do already really well with some genre bending and merging so maybe oh I'm gonna be that guy this is probably one of the least favorite gorilla songs I've ever listened to <laughs> like like I understand what they were doing with this album where they were trying to collaborate with a bunch of different people and yeah. create sort of sonically different songs yeah um but the the rapper what would you say his name was slow tie that's slow tie so he sounds like it's like english rap to me like begins and ends with the streets the streets <laughs> was like it was like everything <laughs> sounds like the awesome. streets and everything like since then has sounded like the streets and in, in in english rap and maybe maybe i'm wrong on that but this guy's vocal work sounds exactly like i'd expect for an english rapper and it does i don't know like it just doesn't hit the same for me it sounds like i don't know, I don't know. it just doesn't hit the for me on on this gorilla's track and and the thing that i miss the most about this like gorilla song is some level of like I don't know. Like, I want some stank on there, like Della Funky Homo Sapien would bring to a track, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. And this song sounds too polished. Like, it sounds too. It sounds like they're going for a, like a, a hit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I just, I don't That's like the thing I just, I don't know. It's worth noting this was the single for this album, or like the first single to get people interested. So I can completely yeah. understand yeah. why and, you say that, that. Again, like that's sort of it. Like this project, I, I recognize like what they're what they're doing with the project, like the, 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 the album. But I don't know. Like I didn't really like that idea for that, that album and the gorillas in general. Like they're already a kind of collaborative project. They're already sort of like this kind of fun you know you, you take the tension uh, you take the attention away from like the actual people behind the project and you just really focus on the music and stuff like that and i think them collaborating with other people in this way sort of is like i don't know i just i don't know it just it's not what i wanted out of a gorillas track That's gorillas <laughs> <laughs> what about the rest of you guys i have the strangest thing happen to me with this song so uh, i listened to everything one time through without looking at the artist so i can just get an idea i think i've mentioned this before but yeah i fucking hated this song the first time i listened to it but then i looked <laughs> and i saw it was the gorillas and then i listened to it again and i fucking liked it i don't know like <laughs> i know it's the weirdest thing and i don't know it's some sort of bias or something but, uh, it's the gorillas and I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I listened to it again and then I liked the song. So yeah. I mean, I don't know I don't know how that worked <laughs> in my brain, but it did and I, I liked it. Um <laughs> yeah, I, great. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what to say past that, but I, I liked it. Jer was reaching for the gavel. Caleb. Yeah, uh, I had the gavel in mind there for a second. I was yeah. just like, he's going for it. No. What about you, so Caleb? I have, I have an interesting story about the gorillas. I think um, when I was in the army, uh, I was still like in, you know, training school, and I went and got my wisdom teeth out. And on the way back to the barracks, I was all, you know, high on whatever they put me under with. And the gorillas came on the radio, Ether. and maybe, um, and I started yelling at my drill sergeant who was driving me. I said, "Have you heard of the gorillas, drill sergeant?" She's like, "No." I don't know who these people are. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, and no. You, I was just <laughs> screaming at a drill sergeant. 
Um, oh. I don't really remember that, but that's not how that works. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know why I did that because. I don't fucking like the gorillas. Not really. Like, I mean, they have some good songs. I I enjoyed some of uh, what was it, Plastic Beach? I think. Yeah, Plastic Beach is awesome. That, that was a cool album. Um, but uh, there's a few things I really don't like in music, and you guys are probably aware of them. Um, they are. Ooh. Uh, ska vibes. Um, I really don't like British rappers, mainly because I really don't like British accents. Um, and doesn't your know. dad have a British accent? Yeah, but he's from Birmingham, so he just mumbles. <laughs> <laughs> he just has a mush mouth, so it's not that bad. But these guys are like, I don't know, from fucking what is Liverpool or some bullshit ass yeah, town. They, it's, it's like Liverpool. <laughs> this is such a hilarious prejudice for it's me. Just, it's just it's so grating. This like baby. This hit every single point. I fucking hated it so much. Like, I just, I've had enough of the gorillas. Like, okay, you're done. And then we have British rap and ska, and I'm just like, fuck. This is triple whammy. I'm getting getting mad talking about it. Grand slam. Good good job. I hated it. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I was waiting for one song. Yes, I wanted a, a really firm, not like an indifferent hate, indifferent but like a hate. firm hate. Now, <laughs> <laughs> see, what about you, though? How'd you feel about this gorilla song? I thought it was different. Nice change up for the girls. I, but I was kind of disappointed. I was like, all right, when's Dell coming into this song? <laughs> when's he going to rap on this? And it just never came. But I thought it just never came. It was different, but, you know, yeah. I like the ska part too. It. It's fine with me. But I like, I enjoy a good ska. Once in a while, dip, a, dip in the ska pool. Yeah, no, yes. no horns. You say it like in the way that you'd enjoy a nice brandy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I've had a, I've had a, 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 a ska or two. Yeah, in my time, <laughs> a nice barrel aged ska. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, though, Nick? The... How'd you feel about the gorillas? The gorillas. It's, it's the gorillas. I've, I've never really cared about the gorillas i've tried so hard like the only real draw for me is is dell and then even when i'm listening to the gorillas for for dell i'd rather just be listening to deltron like 30 30 is every time so i don't know i i've never cared for the gorillas and this is just an, another gorilla song fair enough fair enough yeah <laughs> this is you, you sort of know what you're song. gonna get with these guys well like, yeah they're very guess, consistent in thinking about like this album it's like there's a song with Ellen John on it. What, fucking incredible. What got, what gets me about this album is that it's like, I feel like certain groups or musicians or you know people, you, know, you some at some point like you reach this peak where you get, uh, I don't want to say like arrogant necessarily, but you get this like ego on you where you're like, ah, we can work with anybody and like make it into something sonically pleasing. Jack White's done it with like artists in the past where he just sort of like, or like with any of his like numerous music projects where he's just like, I'm going to repackage the same shit and you guys are going <laughs> to eat it up because I'm Jack White. Like it's sort of what the gorillas kind of did with this album. If you ask me, it's like, they're trying to like do something different. They're trying to show people that the gorillas can be a part of whatever the fuck they want. And it, it kind of, I don't know. This song is, it doesn't really take for me on that one, but hot damn. All right. But the next track uh, actually had some like really good like 
fucking energy to it. Yeah, I will say. So this uh, is this Odessa track. I thought it was. It's an Odessa remix. It's really a remix bad. of an Odessa song. I got ooh, super into ooh, Odessa ooh, a few ooh, years ooh, ago ooh. when I was depressed. And um, the uh, yeah, as you do, right? It lifts music lifts you up. Um, the uh, that, was a, that was a bit morbid for me to throw that in there. Um, the so this is remixed by Ford, who he's a 21 year old producer. He got nominated for a Grammy at the age of 19 Jeez. for a remix. The dude's just doing remixes out of his bedroom in fucking Ohio. And he got picked up by Odessa's label and they let him remix one of their songs. This song originally is super orchestral. Like it doesn't really have much of a beat other than like a like a bass drum once every other measure. And it's very but then you transition it into this, get it a bit more upbeat. Ford has a very immediately distinguishable distinguishable production style when it comes to percussion then you can totally hear if you listen to any of his other discography afterwards if if you guys are a fan of it you'll notice that immediately from this song mm-hmm. and i thought it was a great way to sort of close it out you know fits with the relative theme but it's still a bit different it's one of the songs that i find myself listening to on a night drive you know oh dude, puts yeah. you in the mood mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. This would be like kind of like a good like night drive. Night I'm probably gonna listen like- to it while I'm hauling ass up I five <laughs> back to Tacoma. Yeah, like I found my song. Yeah, dude. Like I really dug this track, man. Really? Like, there's there's been uh, we've seen Odessa cup pop up I think a couple of times now, and it's made me, including with the, like this track, uh, this this remix, it's made me want to like explore more into into them and just in general. So. Yeah. Yeah, I really thought this was a great way to like end end the playlist. You're, you're right; it's like a good like sort of wrap up to to the th- the general themes that we've seen on the on the list so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say I definitely I would say it's more than fine this track if you ask me. <laughs> but, but See, I I had Odessa on my playlist, and it, um, they're one of my favorite bands. I really enjoy them. I don't know if you can call them a band, but groups. Yeah, um, it's, it's two dudes. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, I went back and, and listened to this, the original song, and it's almost like a placeholder or like a building for the rest of their album. Yeah. And I thought that this was like a really well done remix that can stand on its own. Um, this was one of my favorites on your playlist. I thought it was great. Um, I had, I, I had seen that they had a remix ep for songs on this specific album but um yeah it was great i liked a lot oh yeah what about you dusty i don't know what what happened in the year 2010 or 11 (laughs) (laughs) and why i missed the boat on all this trance shit and electronic (laughs) shit that's how i I feel gil like where was I when all of a sudden everybody got into this stuff? Like, I, I it just was like ships in the night to me. I was like, I don't care, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. It's just too repetitive to me, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand the appeal of I'll, it. So I'll just, just say. Um, you probably didn't do enough ecstasy. I didn't so, ever, ever did. Because so. that's what got me into it. I'll just say I had the real hard shit going to raves and then yeah. Odessa is like the perfect downstep where I don't need ecstasy to enjoy it. So Yeah, I just I don't know. I just don't get it. It's never been my 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 scene. So Dude, I'm straight with you though, Dusty. Like I feel like 
I'm trying, try, I'm getting a little more into it at the, like now yeah. as I'm it's getting more bad, exposed to like, it, but it's like, I, for some reason that, like you said, that ship just like sailed by me back in the yeah. day or something. I feel like this style, like you guys were saying with the whispered breathy vocals, this style of like production is going to become like a calling card of like 2010s, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's not bad. It's just, I don't, it's just not for me. I don't, I don't enjoy that type of music. Yeah, never have, and I don't think I ever will at this point. <laughs> Fair enough. That ship has sailed. <laughs> Nick, what about you, man? How would you feel about this this track? It, it, it's a cool song. I, I actually really like it as a song. There was just so like right off the bat, I want to talk about the production of it because it's absolutely phenomenal. Like this, this yeah. is one of the most outstandingly produced things. The dude made I, this when he was 19 years old. That's that's insane to me. Like he's he's doing shit that. It has taken me years to figure out how to do like halfway decent and he's already doing it better than I am. So fuck this kid. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um I I wanted to talk about because there there was one thing in the song that I just did not like, and it's like you it's really noticeable in the back half when that kick really starts picking up like in its in its groove. But so it sounds to me and I and I was just listening to it again in my in my ears to confirm, but it sounds like he has literally everything in the song side chained to his kick. And oh, what yeah. that means, and it's and it's an aggressive side chain. Like, so, okay, so uh, to to explain what this is for non fucking nerds, um, uh, the uh, so side chaining or ducking is when you have a a compressor which will it, it'll automatically and instantaneously lower the volume of a peak of sound. And what it does is it can essentially mute or just dramatically decrease the volume. And then just gradually bring it back in and make it sound kind of like a swell. And it's an, it's like a, a cornerstone technique to sidechain your kick drum. So when your kick drum hits, the sound of everything else kind of drops. So that kick comes through bright and clear without actually being louder than everything else. And then after your kick, you kind of get this swell that happens after that. And this dude had such an aggressive sidechain on it. Like it was, it was jarring to me. It felt like almost and, like and my a, ears were And a lot of kicks. Glitching. Yeah. Like those, those kicks, like when that groove picked up, like towards the end, there is just it's like I don't know, it's, it, it felt bah, very jarring, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> just like it's and oh with how God. aggressively side chain it is. That, yeah, it, it's like it's, it's all like, it's over like his first album mute. as well. I'm pretty sure, like, he mutes just with that compression, he mutes like everything else going on in the song just for a split second. He just fucking mutes it. He's like, you know what? No subtlety, bam, all the way, yeah, <laughs> oh, just completely compressed. It, it comes through like oppressively, just big and kicky. I'll, and I'll tell you, Nick, that's all over his debut album. Like his first album he released himself. His second album, completely toned down. Hallelujah. I wonder, yeah. <laughs> it pissed I, me I off too. It's one of my only gripes to listening to that. But that, that, that was the one thing that really stood out really clear. The overall like song was really fucking cool. I liked, I liked all the choices he made with it. Or maybe they were Odessa's choices. I never listened to the original. But it sounded cool. <laughs> it's definitely worth listening to the original. There's a lot of he he uses he really maintains the can like the the base points of the original in this and but, but just it's accentuates completely it. different. It's yeah, it's somehow very similar, but also incredibly different. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Well, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna listen to some more of his stuff. Maybe maybe his other album. Yeah, the the album that you should check out is called The Color of Nothing. So Color of nothing, gotcha. Yeah, Caleb, how'd you feel about this one though, overall? So, um, going 
with what basically everyone's been saying. I got a little something for each of those points. I like the the side chaining. Um, I think it's kind of it's kind of like I, I associate it with his type of stuff. Um, I was speaking more of um, Odessa. Like it kind of it makes for a pleasurable like headphone experience. I think it kind of like. I don't know. It gives me this feeling in my head. I like that. Um, it but, disagrees. Um, <laughs> that's that's fine. Whatever. But uh, the um, the Ford like aspect of it kind of reminded me of a. There's a. I don't know if he's like a VJ, but he, uh, called uh, Pogo, and he would do like or she would do. I don't know, but uh, like remixes of like movies like like Hook or um, Lord of the Rings, like and just those little chopped up little vocal parts that are in there i, I like that but i kind of prefer odessa's sort of just like big style a little more to but i think it's a cool take on it because it's so different um but you know like i speaking about what dusty was saying like i was on the front of that fucking ship screaming my ass off <laughs> <laughs> jameson's right too like you got to be there and like feel it like really mm. feel it oh yeah. i don't know i don't know if either of you guys have been to an odessa live show but they're yeah. fucking nuts they're it, he's, he's awesome it's incredible and actually uh nar got dude i saw ford at the numos theater in seattle like a week and a half ago and it was fucking incredible oh nice, nice. i'll send jared some videos you can throw it in your guys group chat but yeah. it's just it's just like this awesome down tempo vibe and i think it, he executes it so well this yeah. one was this one was more up there for me on overall for the playlist um yeah like i haven't listened to Odez in a while like i usually kind of stick with my my seven lions i don't know if you guys have heard of them him rather but definitely um, not it's, it's good shit dusty won't like it <laughs> <laughs> all right well all right. well that brings us to the end of the playlist yeah, what do you guys got like uh let's let's go through and do give me your best and your worst <laughs> who wants to go first I'll go. go. Um, I, I'll just say, like overall, top to bottom, it was just pleasant. Even the the ones that I, the song that I will choose as my bottom, I didn't hate. Um, I think Caleb said it before. Uh, like, I think this was my most. Uh, this is the one that I had the least issues with, top to bottom. I like this playlist a lot. Um, my favorite. I think I'll stick with the first song, Peach by Future Island. Um, and then my least favorite, Kerosene. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Oh man. Uh, I'll jump in there. I'm going to, I'm going to go off of that. Jameson. My favorite probably was Kerosene. I really oh, dig that track. Interesting. Um, Peach though was a fucking close second, like because yeah. it, like immediately like opening that up with that song, well, I was just like it hit every single time I went dove into like listen to this playlist. Uh, my least favorite has got to be it's either got to be honestly it's either got to be that parcel song or the, or the gorillas song. Um, it's probably the parcel song just because it sounds so similar to other like other artists that it just makes me feel like they're kind of just like you know they're really riding hard on those coattails <laughs> uh but you know like i like kind of like jameson said though man like in, re in reality this was a really solid like enjoyable list from front to back which is like 
you know there's not like a lot that like stands out and like it like is like jarring it all just kind of flows really well together and so yeah uh, in terms of like crafting like a playlist it's like a really well crafted list like mine are always such a fucking hodgepodge of like <laughs> here's a track here and then there's a track right next to it that has like it just like so adjacent it's just i don't know it, yeah. yeah so i just i really appreciate the smoothness of how everything transitioned and kind of like flowed into thank, one thank you sir oh yes doctor doctor <laughs> <laughs> yeah what about you dusty um i'll probably say the future islands one's my favorite just remind me of them and kind of made me want to go back and check out their stuff again yeah hell yeah at, at least it's definitely that wherever you go it's just it's too boring to me just not this, i mean the none, none of the songs are bad it's just the loss of just not my cup of tea you know? fair enough so yeah yeah fair fair what about okay nick or caleb who's gonna who's gonna give us your best and worst i'll go um it, overall, once again, it was a very consistently enjoyable playlist. Um, I mean, I gotta say, I was pretty disappointed. I was really hoping to find some some just real bullshit in there, and, <laughs> and I didn't. It was all it was all fine. I mean, some of it's just I'm I'm not gonna go looking for it, but I'm also not gonna like actively avoid anything in this list. Yeah, fair enough. But um, uh, overall, uh, for my top song, Black Fly was like an instant add to my synthwave. Whoa, kind of stuff. I mean, it's it's really not that. It's it's pretty minimal effort. <laughs> just <laughs> add it to my synthwave playlist. I'm surprised that's that that's your favorite, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. It had Good a feel to it. Hey, real um, quick, real quick though, uh, is that synth synthwave playlist? Does that have uh, have you added the docs by String Lights in there? <laughs> yes, I have, and there's a reason for that. Is because the more people that add it to playlists. <laughs> It starts to actually <laughs> pop up in Spotify's algorithm. So start putting the docs on your fucking playlist, you goons. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh? What's your what's your least favorite? Least favorite. Um, oh, that fucking French one. Where are they? <laughs> Le- Limpatrice. Yeah, yeah Limpatrice. Hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite. No, I don't know. <laughs> I did not like. I did not like that song so much. Ooh. Fair enough. <laughs> Just didn't didn't flow quite as well. That's one you might not seek out. <laughs> well, McGrady, it's boiling down to you, my friend. So, um, yeah, like again, we we've been talking about this other playlist we're gonna do where it's stuff that was from other people's playlists that you got into, and I'm gonna be honest, I've been really fucking struggling um, because. <laughs> <laughs> um, same here same here caleb yeah yeah i i I figured but um like really really just kind of aside from this one and jared's maybe but especially this one lucas did a a really good job in my opinion um it's been hard because you guys listen to bullshit but um (laughs) (laughs) but this this one definitely had some stuff that i want to check out more um i agree with nick the instant favorite was black fly I thought that was really cool. Um, I actually um, almost kind of picked the the French one. I thought that one was cool too. But uh, yeah. I'm with you on that, Caleb. You made it super easy for me, which one I disliked <laughs> the most, and I'm glad because I, I feel incomplete if I don't spit some hate every day. <laughs> um, fuck the gorillas! Like I'm done. <laughs> can, just, can that be over? Oh god. 
<laughs> Good lord. Damn. Well, I mean, honestly, though, I think so, I think it's a, a a rare quality to say that like we om- like almost all across the board like did like we all found enjoyable things dude, on this. List, Sign you know? two and Peach have the most favorites. Look at this. Yeah. I honestly wouldn't expect that. That's wild, man. Well, for, for, can I throw in my quick my, yeah, my quick two cents? Um, if uh, it's my playlist, I like all this music. If I had to choose one that I don't listen to as frequently, it is the Lampertis one, the Hematome. And then I really love Bonnie Hill. I listen to that song like near daily. That jungle. Yeah, you're I mean, you got you got jungle fever. I went I went to that show literally this weekend. So like I don't I can't that's that's like <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, honestly, though, like they do look like like you show me a couple of clips of the video. They, they do look like they put on a fun, they put a on fun a fucking set, blast. That's for sure. Um, All right, but what 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 like what's the song that you would listen to the least on on this list though? Oh, Hematome. Oh, that's what yeah, you're yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Hematome, or I will I will give you whenever you go has a specific mood you have to be in to listen to it and really enjoy it. Yeah, that, I won't. That one out of all of them would be the one that like. Yeah, you if to, you're like, if you're in that mood, that. it's great. If you're not feeling it, I skip it immediately. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I still like the song though. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, man. I mean, this is a solid one. I really appreciated. I really appreciated being able to. I've been taking notes, fellas. We're gonna have a good playlist next time. (laughs) Hell yeah! All right, guys. Well, let's do. Let's get a final word in before we dip out. For who's got? Who's got some? Somebody start it. Fuck. I always struggle so hard. Oh sure, (laughs) fuck. I'll go. Okay, Jameis has got fuck. Um, I'm gonna say papaya. Daily. Daily. Fuck papaya daily. What else we got? Transistor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Dusty. (laughs) Ham radio. Oh, God, dude. (laughs) All right. Well, what do do you got? Do I have to do one? Yeah, you got to get one. Um, Spooky. Okay. So, fuck papaya daily. Transistor ham radio. Spooky? (laughs) You heard it here. This adds so much value. (laughs) 